Okay, so everybody, the latest chapter of One Piece just came out, which is a chapter 1023, and I have to say, it is amazing, and I really don't have time for introductions, so we're just going to get right into it. Hey guys, it's Jade from Netflix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything, and anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. So today, we are going to be talking about the latest chapter of One Piece that has just recently come out, which is chapter 1023, which is titled Two Peas in a Pod. So sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. And for those of you who have not read the chapter, I suggest you wait until it's released tomorrow. And for those of you who have read the chapter early, then continue on ahead. show this to be both really cute but also kind of funny as how Haru and Vivi have been growing up with each other since they were they were children and Haru is just severely jealous of how Vivi is giving more attention to the sparrows than she is of Haru and on to the chapter we pan to see Zoro and Sanji getting ready for the battle as the samurai are cheering for Zoro's return with while these pirates are fearful for our stars are knocked down by Zoro and Sanji. One of the beach pirates attempt to shoot Zoro, but is struck down by Kawamasu. Kawamasu. Ayogoro announces to his allies that no one is to interfere with either one of these two with their battle against King and Queen, knowing that they would only get in their way. Marco, on the other hand, looks at King and to think back to the story that Whitebear told them about the God's land, and exists in the red line before Marjoa came to be. This being about the idea of King's race, which is that of the Lunarians, but we'll be getting to that later on. We then go to the next part where several pirates are shooting down Marco, but they get shot by Izao, who grabs Marco while also chastising him dropping his guard, only for Marco to tell Izao he simply expected him to help him. But Mark, then, as they ran, Marco asks Izao if he believes in God, causing him to retort that Marco is sounding like Whitebeard while he was drunk. Which I find to be very hilarious that Marco is basically having a moment of Whitebeard, even though Whitebeard is no longer with us, there's just some moments where there's just a little bit of white bear that's just rubbed off on some people that his legacy is still living on in those who were once part of the white bear pirates and i think that's just a really nice touch to it we then go back to queen and king who are standing back as queen tells zoro and sanji they need a little more effort to take them to take them on but and there's a reason that him king and jack are classified as disasters Queen is about to attack them, but, do- but they were able to dodge. And Zoro notices that something was off about Sanji. And, tell- and Sanji tells Zoro he's been feeling strange after using the raid suit for the second time. But Zoro, knowing Zoro, taunts him that it will slow him down and insists that he is fine. And King t- takes this opportunity to strike them and strike with his sword. Zoro blocks it, surprisingly, saying Sanji owes him. 
Lena, on the other hand, tries to strike with a bridal graper, a graper move. Sanji blocks it, saying they they are even. And Sanji attacks it with Diable Jambe. Queen, saying that he remembers Judge enhanced all of his children, and Sanji's burning leg is part of those enhancements. But he, however, he refutes his belief by declaring himself to be 100% human, much to Queen's disbelief, according to him. And what is also surprising that I kind of want to throw off a little bit about this is that Queen kind of believes the idea that Sanji could be could be a Lunarian. However, this theory could be a bit of a rebuttal, as something like this could not be possible. Lunarians are a race of people that have once existed in the Red Line, and the only known member that exists to this day is that of of King, as he is the only one who exists to this day, and all the others are extinct. And Lunarians are a group of people that have black wings and are able to burst into flames. And it's, and it's said that it's because his emotions burn hotter than any real flames. We then pan back to Zoro, and he focuses attention on King, and attempts to strike him. However, he blocks it with his own sword, and he sees that the bottom edge of King's sword has several notches on it. When the sword gets caught in, King simply tosses them away, leaving Zoro open to get punched. Unfortunately, However, for King, Zora used the sword in his mouth to block it and calls King a bloodthirsty brute. He retorts this that he never understood why anyone would stick to a traditional forms and techniques in a real battle. To which Zoro admits King never claimed to be a swordsman. To which King admitting King never claimed to be a swordsman himself. Zoro reclaims his swords, telling King that he can't afford to lose to him. And Kawa and in the distance, we pan to Kawamatsu telling Hayao Goro that he can't protest too hard when Hiyori offended Emma to Zoro for a reason, to which he also sees this as well. And according to what Hayao Goro says, which is really, really interesting, Zoro resembles that Shiyosumi Ushimaru in his youth who inherited his ancestor's Ryoma's talent for swordsmanship. And Zoro ends up returning Ryoma's sword, Shisui, to Wano, and Kawamatsu considers it fate, especially since Zoro is, is one-eyed, just like Ryoma was. So this could be a theory speculating that Zoro could be a descendant of Ryoma. However, we don't know if this theory is actually true, but if this is actually something interesting, then I cannot wait to see if this is actually true or not. Because if it is true that Zoro is a descendant of Rayama, this would be uh, something that is just beyond belief. We then go to the second floor, where Jack is battling Inora Inarashi in his hybrid form, declaring he will put him to sleep while revealing that he has forgiven him for lying about Hiding Raisu on Zao, knowing that the country paid for the price. However, Inarashi manages to throw Jack in a room where Ashura Doji, Doji lays unconscious. In the process, he tells Jack that he will never be able to live with himself or go to Wano if he sold Raisu out. And everything 
he and his friends have gone through was this moment in time. And as Inarashi steps out, I too, he tells Jack that he himself suffered too much in the past. But the dawn of the world is approaching and he does not mind dying for it. Jack, on the other hand, sees that Inarashi has turned into this oolong form, and the hole in the roof is letting the moon shine down on him. It was there, Karen and Wanda, who has recovered, see Charlotte Perospero in front in the front. Nekoma Mushi then arrives, also in a Sulong form, and tells Pedro to sit back and watch, as he's going to make sure the moon is the last thing Perospero ever sees. And this is going to be a huge battle between Nekoma Mushi versus Charlotte Perospero, and I cannot wait to see that. It's going to be an amazing battle. Also, on the second floor, we see Fukura Rokuju calling Ryoso and the rest of the scalpers a joke, and there's no reason to serve a, ch a child of a dead man, being that Momonososuke being the son of Odin. And Ryoso angrily tells Fukura Rokuju that Momonososuke still has time to grow, with Wano serving, serving to shape that. We then go back to the Tokage port, where the Heart Pirates panic with when they will see what appeared to be Kaido in his dragon form. But Luffy is standing there in front of a dragon, and it's actually that of Omononososuke. And I will tell you this, it was amazing. This is Momonososuke at 28 years old, and that is his dragon form. And while crying, Shinobu explains that his body, he looks like his father, except he's a bit more slimmer than he appears. And Luffy asks why she's crying. She said that it's because after she did so, he appears identical to someone. And many people would say that he looks identical to his father, but we do not know until the until we know until the next chapter or so. However, Luffy asks Momonososuke to help him take back Wano together, to which Momonososuke accepts, and that is the end of the chapter. So what did you guys think of the latest chapter of One Piece? Did you like the chapter? Did you not like the chapter? I thought it was really amazing. and. The way the chapter ended, it just shows that it is full-blown amazing. And I cannot wait to see how the final battle against Luffy and Kaido is going to go down. And now Momonososuke is actually going to help Luffy out with taking back Wano from Kaido. And this is going to be a battle of, of the ages in the One Piece series so what do you guys think let me guys know what you think and please share this episode to anybody on social media platforms whether it be on facebook instagram twitter any social media platforms would be perfect just to help this channel be known and my goal is to reach a thousand listens by the end of the summer which is the middle of september and thank you all so much for listening to end the episode, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you all on Wednesday for a brand new episode.
Later.